0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Leader Lab. This is Leadership Shorts. Quick thoughts to help you level up your leadership. My name is Chad Wright, I'm the founder of Forward Partners, and I am joined by my partner in podcasting, Emily Grace Deal. Emily, what are we talking about today?
1: Today we're gonna talk about um, a lesson, we're gonna learn a lesson about how to truly communicate. Okay. From your puppy dog, London. From
0: my puppy dog, London. She is adorable. John, if you'd do me a favor, put a picture of her up there just so people can see Everyone it. Everyone
1: can love her too.
0: Everyone can love her too. And if you are listening on the podcast, we have a YouTube channel. Every episode, we do a video version of this. You can see us having this discussion. And right now, you can see a picture I was of say, London. You too can see London.
1: You too can see London. <laughs> you too
0: can see London. And while you're on YouTube, by the way, like and subscribe. That's a thing we're supposed to ask people to do thing. that we never do. It is a um, thing. That would actually mean a lot to us. Yeah. So, London and it's really funny when she was little and she is a teacup yorkie Mm -hmm. and i think the idea is they can fit inside a teacup which is about accurate um she is fully grown she's four and a half pounds but when she was little she could literally just fit in the palm of your hand when she was she was probably eight nine weeks old tiny 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 Tiny. and so what was funny about it was rebecca would be fixing her food and of course the dog has to eat fancy food and so we got to (laughs) prepare it for it's not like we just throw the bag on the ground and let her eat and so rebecca's preparing her food and when she was that size, she had the most adorable little bark. <laughs> it was the cutest thing you ever heard. cute at that size. It really is cute. And a heartless person like me, it was a <laughs> Grinch moment of like, it grew three sizes <laughs> because it was so adorable. And so she would be there fixing your food and I would get London to barking. Like mm-hmm. I would I would encourage her, I'm like, get her, hurry. She's not moving fast enough. She's not fixing your food. And she would have this adorable <laughs> little bark. And it was so cute. And it was adorable when she was that size. Mm-hmm. Now that she is full grown, even though she's still not very big, she's full grown. Her bark is much bigger than yes. it used to be. It is not fun anymore. It is obnoxious, and I was fixing her food the other night, and she's sitting there barking at me like she gets impatient. She kind of circles you like a shark. Right,
1: that you have trained her to do. Yeah,
0: that I have ta- listened. Yes, that I have <laughs> taught her to. This is what I modeled modeled for her as a leader. Yes, and she's sitting there barking at me, and I was getting so frustrated. And in her bark, the reason I was getting frustrated is I realized I was literally hearing. You're not doing this fast mm. enough. You are not doing a good job. I need you to hurry up. All the things that my fear normally tells me when I feel like somebody's upset. Right, your default. Yes, my default. My default wearing. that's what I was hearing. And it occurred to me in that moment, she could be saying something entirely different. I literally looked down at her and she's staring at me and barking. And I was like, she could literally be saying, I love you, dad.
1: <laughs> you're doing a great job. You're doing
0: a great job. Thank you for making this food. Where would I be without you? Yeah, you're the best. <laughs> and I'm so excited. We get to share this moment here. She could literally be saying that, mm-hmm. but because of my default wiring, I was getting irritated. I was hearing negative things. And guess what? My response? Negative. I was like, you stop this. I will break you in half. My foot is bigger than you. You have no chance in this fight. Shut up. (laughs) Right? Even though I didn't know what she was saying, I was responding badly because I had a negative view of it. Mm -hmm. And as goofy as that is, and that is kind of a, a goofy moment, it really occurred to me how often that happens in leadership when we talk about miscommunication. Right. Because teams often, part of their breaking point is miscommunication. One person says something, Somebody hears something else.
1: You just start interpreting it differently. Yes. Well, and even I was thinking like, you don't speak dog, right? (laughs)
0: Exactly. But normally
1: we're all speaking the same language, but even in that we don't always hear what they're saying. We still have our lens on it. So they could be saying the nicest things about you and you're like, oh my gosh, all they really mean is, and you can just put it through your own filter. And then it comes out completely different. That's
0: it. And our filter, that is our base wiring. That is our default way of kind of seeing and hearing the world. Right. Mm. And often that is like, kind of like we talked about a few episodes back. It's based in fear. Mm -hmm. There's a core fear we all have that was kind of instilled in us at a very early age um it goes back to that that quote that we did the episode on for John Deloney Delaney Deloney John something Uh um thank you Dr John um that your childhood biography becomes your adult biology right and so that is the way we see the world and that fear often then begins to color how we hear and what conversations we Mm -hmm. have and when we think about our teams if we've got 20 people on our team, that is 20 different ways of viewing the world, most likely. Mm-hmm. 20 different styles of communicating. And often fear will play a role in that. Right. And so for leaders, there's this chance to start to spot that. Am I viewing things and hearing things through my default wiring? And it is fear involved in this conversation? Right. If it's clear two people are miscommunication or miscommunicating, are we seeing fear? Are we hearing fear somewhere in this? And
1: as you start to kind of unravel that, it becomes easier and easier and your team can learn how to communicate. Yeah. And it's just kind of that muscle that you're working and you're yeah. figuring out how to do. And it doesn't take as much time.
0: Yeah, well, and really the key to being able to do that is creating space to do that. Mm-hmm. We are moving so fast. We are we are trying to get things accomplished. We all have too much work to do, too many tasks, too many things on our plate. And as a result, we're moving 1,000 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And that's where the miscommunication starts to happen. And so really, if we can pause, if we can start to pause when we're communicating to check in and ensure we're actually communicating. When you say something, if I hear something different, we're not actually communicating. And you're
1: like, cool, got it. And I'm like, okay, cool, he's got it. Yes. And then, But if
0: I don't got it, we're in trouble. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you see that all the time. There's these micro breakdowns in communication throughout the organization, but they start to stack up. Mm-hmm. They start to become a weight that this organization is dealing with because there's fractures all the Is that a really bad place. game of telephone? It, it really is a bad game of telephone. And it's it's funny to me how often I will sit with a leader and they will say that they have communicated something. And then I go sit with their team and their team's going, we don't know what he's talking what about. What are you talking about? That happens all the time. And a lot of that is because we don't pause. We don't check, are you actually hearing me? hmm are you actually, are we truly connecting? Right. Or am I communicating out of fear the way I like to, and you are hearing out of fear the way you like to, and those two things are not compatible. Mm-hmm. We have to take the work of slowing down and learning that. This is something we encounter leaders all over the place. Every organization we work with, communication is the, the issue that is identified all the time. Miscommunication is part of what's holding your team back. I promise you there's a version of your team, no matter how well you're communicating, that is in some way being held back by this. And so if you can learn to recognize that base wiring that we all have, when you can learn to recognize fear when it's involved in conversations, when it's blocking communication from happening, you can start to change things, but every bit of that requires being intentional and pausing, creating space for those discoveries and making sure that you are able to find out if there is a breakdown that's pausing, that's creating space for that. And so I would encourage you to do that. Slow down just enough to say, am I actually being heard? Am I actually hearing the person across from me? If people wanna send us questions, ideas, maybe pictures of their puppies, Where do they send that to? They can
1: send it to lab at forwardpartners.net. Lab at
0: Mm forwardpartners.net. If they wanna find our socials where we are putting out content all over the place about leadership, where do they find that?
1: At forwardpartner.
0: At forwardpartner, all the major socials. All right, thank you for joining me for this conversation. John, thank you for producing Wilco Workspaces. Thank you for your partnership on this. We will see you next time right here in the Leader Lab for Leadership Shorts. Like and subscribe.